Hello, how's everyone doing? Hope everyone's having a lovely, great day. Um, this is gonna, this might sound a little weird to some very religious people, but I feel like God's been ministering this to my heart very heavy, and I don't know, and you know, it involved my own personal life. It was like, you know, how sometimes religious people, church people, they start to feel self-righteous, and then they start to feel like, oh, they're better than people, and I, I kind of went through a short stage of this, and I think God allowed me to go through this to show, like, hey, like, even you, you're a sinner. You're not perfect. You need Jesus every single day. So imagine the people that haven't read my book. Imagine the people that haven't read the Bible. Imagine the people who haven't tried to seek me with their heart. So God's been ministering this to my heart very heavy. Like, hey, we're, look where I pulled you from. You know, I used to be a drug dealer. And, you know, people love throwing this in my face. But I used to be a drug dealer. I used to smoke every day. I used to be a fornicator, an adulterer. So... You know, I I cannot look at people in love because I've been there. I know what it's like to be lost in your sins. And I'm not saying, you know, like, hey, like I'm conforming to society. Like, yeah, let's go sit away and still try to serve Jesus. No, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that the church has to come to understand that people are works in progress. Jesus didn't, it didn't happen overnight. You know, people don't transform overnight. It's a process. It's, um. You know, it, it's not an easy process. Jesus has to work on you. He has to, you know, go changing you day by day, bringing more of him into you and less of you. You know, more of his heart, less of your heart, more of his mind, less of your mind. And God's been ministering that, like, hey, we need a church in these last times. We need a church that's not ashamed to bring in the gay people, the homosexuals, you know, not a, not afraid to bring in the, the lesbians, the drug addicts even transgenders like hey like everyone deserves a chance to be saved everyone deserves to feel because the the kingdom of heaven isn't something you see it's something you feel everyone deserves to feel with their heart the kingdom of heaven the love and the compassion of our lord jesus christ that surpasses all understanding which is what leads us to want to become righteous which is leads us into wanting to become less sinful so we can inherit this kingdom because we know the kingdom of God is not for the, for the sinners. It's not for those who live in their sins. It's for those that live in the spirit. So, yeah, what society has turned away, you know, normal churches, they'll turn away gay people. Like, hey, we don't want you here. But, hey, like, I have a dream that one day, you know, I don't know if my own church would be cool with this. I don't know how that really works out. But I just have this vision of a church that's very inclusive, you know. Come as you are. Everybody, come as you are. Jesus is here. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for you. Come as you are. Because it's not overnight that it happens. But once you start feeling the kingdom of God firsthand, you'll realize, like, hey, I don't need all these things. Hey, I don't need all this all this sex to keep me happy. Hey, I don't need all this temporary pleasure to keep me happy because I find my pleasure in Christ. I find my pleasure in Jesus and in eternal life and not in the things of this world. And it kind of focuses your mind on the long term instead of the short term as society has conditioned everybody to think. Everybody's trying to think short term like, yeah, oh, yeah, let me, when's my next, you know, orgasm? When's my next high? When's my next joint? When's my next blunt? But I want a place, I want to build a place, a community of just loving, caring people, man, that truly want the best for each other, that are all trying to improve, that are all trying to become as Christ-like as possible without self-righteousness, you know, without people judging like, hey, I'm better than you or hey, putting off this image of, you know, a snobby nose. No, that's not what I want. 
I want a community of people that are loving, that are encouraging others to become more Christ-like instead of trying to bash people for who they currently are, for who they are in the world without having to come to Christ. You have to understand you come to Christ and then you are changed. There's no change without Christ. He's a transformation. Just like he transformed me, he can transform anybody. I was one of the worst sinners, worst, worst sinners. And I just know, I know Jesus can change people. I know he can transform lives. You just have to give him the opportunity. But how are you going to have the opportunity if the church is local, the churches nearby condemn you for being in the current state you are? They condemn you for being gay. They condemn you for being a drug addict. They condemn you, you know, for being high all the time. And they kind of, they look at you down. They look down on you. You know what I mean? So I, I know I have this vision of a church that's accepting. Come as you are. That's going to be the motto of the church. Come as you are. Jesus is waiting. You know, and once people feel that community, that community of heaven, that that heaven here on earth, which is, which is is what the present of Jesus, that's what he gave to us, his peace. Once people feel that, they'll realize, hey, I don't have to live in a sinful life, but it's not before. And you have to see for your own self that you're living sinful ways. And that's what brings so much trouble into your life. That's what brings so much strife into your life. Because if you were living sinless, if you were living like Christ lived, you would have so much peace in your heart, as I'm starting to feel. But I, but God brought me to realize that, hey, like even me, I've been going to church for like four or five months now. And, you know, I'm not perfected. I'm not, I'm not sinless. I don't think anyone ever becomes sinless in their lives. But I do know you can become conformed to the image of Christ, to the heart of Christ, to the mind of Christ. And I know that it's it's a process and it happens over time. It doesn't happen overnight. So I know I want to build this community where people can come to be transformed. People can come seeking a better life, seeking happiness, seeking something else that this life doesn't have to offer, that this world, that this society doesn't have to offer and that they can find it here, which is just a loving community, you know, not not derived out of not derived out of, you know, self-righteousness, but derived out of actual love because jesus himself said hey i didn't go i didn't come for the sinless i came for the sinners i came for the lost sheep not for the sheep that you know already are in church the sheep that are already looking after god he came for those that were dead in their sins he came for the tax collectors you know the prostitutes and that's what god's been ministering to my heart and i just want to build this community and, you know, if this is something that interests you, please, let's talk. Let's let's try to do something about this. Because, you know, like, I'm sick of self-righteous churches being like, oh, yeah, they just scare the people away from them. Because, you know, they're always so bent up on, hey, gay people are wrong. Lesbian people are wrong. You're going to hell. That's not what it's about. That's not what the, that's not the image the church should be putting out. Because how is that going to help someone want to change? It's not. We just got to, you got to see for yourself. You got to feel the kingdom for yourself. And once you feel with your heart what the kingdom's truly about, not what society has made it about, you'll realize it's only about love and peace. But with sin, it's hard to find that because sin will distract you from love and peace. It distracts you from the focal point of Jesus. It distracts you from the peace and the well that comes from him. Because if it doesn't, if your peace and happiness doesn't come from God, you're not relying on God. And if you start relying on God, then you'll have peace and happiness that surpasses the understanding of the society. Because you'll realize that society tries to keep you in this constant cycle of needing to come back for more. Come back for more. You know, drugs, whatever it is, sex. You have to keep coming back for more. But what Jesus is trying to say, come. For those that are thirsty, those that want to drink from the internal well of peace, come. It's right here. You don't need, you don't need that stuff from the world. Come. I'm the one that supplies it. So that, that's what Jesus has been ministering to my heart. We need a church that's not self-righteous. A church that is open to all.
to the moat, to the lost, to the, you know, to the people that want to love, to the people who, who want to live better. And it's not for the pride of full of heart, because you know that's the that's the downfall of every church, just the pride. People feel like they're too good to coexist with people that are lost, acting as if one day they weren't lost too. You know, that's what God's been ministering to my heart, and I, I pray that I can make this happen, and, you know, I hope I can get support from my local church, but if I can't, I promise to you guys, to, to the people that are actually interested in this, who want to live and, you know, be in a happy, loving community, the community that tries to push you to be better, and not better in the societal terms of being better, oh yeah, like, you go, you know, do all that bad stuff you want to do, yeah, you do you, girl, that type of thing, but a true, like, hey, like, let's try to become more like Jesus, because he was happy. Because he was revolutionary. He didn't go with society. He, he, he go with the kingdom of heaven. And the kingdom of heaven brings peace that this world doesn't understand. And that those that try to live in the carnal, those that are carnal can't understand the spiritual things. Just like Paul himself said, hey, like, to the people that, that eating meat, you know, made them feel weird about stuff. I didn't eat meat for their sake. It's kind of like that idea. You feel me? So... Which leave all the self-righteousness behind that the church currently has. And we need to really try to reach out to those that need it. You know, because so many people in the world now, they're turned off from church. They're like, oh yeah, they're anti-gay, they're anti-this. But that's not what the gospel preaches at all. It's just that you can't allow sin to become more important than God. That's what the gospel is truly about. It's about putting God first and not sin. You know? Because whatever you allow to rule over you, that's your God. So if you allow sex to rule over you, that's your God. If you allow drugs to rule over you, that's your God. So this is, this is about putting God first. Come as you are. Don't worry about where you're at in life right now. Don't, don't worry about that. Jesus will meet you in the middle. You feel me? You're a drug addict. That's fine. Come. Come. Come on. Jesus wants to set you free. He wants to kill that addiction. He wants to bring you peace and happiness that that drug will never bring you. You're not going to have to spend money on drugs anymore. You're not going to have to disappoint your family anymore. Always doing drugs, coming home, you high, you know. You don't have to do that. Jesus is trying to rescue. He's reaching out in these end times. You know, time, people, the time is short. All right, you got to do this now. You got to come to Christ now. Because things are going to start going downhill real soon. Real soon. You look around, what's going on? You guys look into 5G yet? You know what 5G is, right? People are there. It's just faster connection. It's not. All right. There's studies. There has been st states and not states, cities in, in California that are trying to ban this because they know what it does. It causes cancer to people. It's radio waves. and It, it goes through your body and destroys your cells. People, this is a thing. It's also it could be used as a weapon. I don't know if they're going to, but it could be used as a weapon to put ideas and thoughts into your head so they can control society more. Look into it. This is not a lie. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is factual, people. If you look into this, you'll realize that, hey, this place, this this 5G thing has a lot of applications. It's not just for faster connections. And guess what? There's going to be one in every single neighborhood by 2021. People, that's in two years. So and I think people that don't have Christ, they're going to they're gonna succumb to this. They're going to succumb to the control because you're not going to have Jesus in your heart. You're not going to be able to withstand the tax of society. You're just going to conform to society. You're just going to go with whatever society tells you to do, whatever, you know, they want you to think. That's what you're going to think if you don't have Jesus. So, I, guys, the, the time is short. If you, need, if you want to come to Jesus now, come now. Please, come as you are. Jesus will meet you in the middle. He's extending out his arm to you right now. It's your decision to take it. You know, you feel me? I'm just going to say a quick prayer. Father, thank you, Lord, for the revelations you've brought upon me, Lord. Thank you for opening my eyes, Lord, to my own self-righteousness, Lord, and making me realize, Father, that's not about that. 
You didn't come for the perfect people. You came for the sinners, Lord. So I pray, Lord, that whoever listens to this right now, they come to have a tender heart, Lord. Because as the Bible says, he who hears the word of God today, turn and repent. And I pray that people will, Lord. I pray that this will touch their heart, make them realize there's more to life than what society has to offer, Lord. That your kingdom brings a peace that this world does not understand, Father. And I pray, Lord, that we can create an atmosphere, Lord, of love and care that will draw people in because they want to feel that. They want to feel that love that we have, Father. That internal well that comes from you and you only, Jesus Christ. And I pray that this doesn't fall blindly into people's ears. I pray that you remove the scums from the ears, Lord. I pray you remove the scums from the eyes, people, so the people can hear with their ears and see with their eyes the truth before them. I pray, Lord, that the Satan doesn't come to steal the seed out of the hearts of those who need it the most, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, I see your angels ministering to these people. I see your angels, Lord, breaking the chains and the bondages of, of the authorities and powers, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray, Father. I pray for a new time over this city, Lord. I pray for a new time over this nation, Lord. Not against gay people or, you know, lesbian people or drug, drug addicts, Lord, but against sin, Father. Because that's the true enemy. Sin is the enemy, Father. Sin is what breaks our communion with you, God. So I pray, Father, that you come to open eyes for them to see this, Father. That it's not about where they're at in life right now. Jesus will meet them in the middle. Come as you are. That is the message. That is the message. Thank you, Father, for everything, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Have a great day, guys. I hope you guys understood kind of what I was saying. It's not perfect because I didn't write this down. I can't write stuff down. I just need a flow. So I pray you guys come to see and hear with your ears for real. You know, don't just listen to this. Understand it because it's coming from my heart. This is real. This is real talk. Okay. You don't need drugs. You don't need sex. You know, you don't, you just need love. You know, and that's, that's what the gospel is about. It's about being back in connection to God. Being set free. From what keeps us from putting God first and said we put our sins first. And that's exactly what God doesn't want. Because whatever you put before God is what controls you.